Hey everyone, I'm JR, and this is one of Mike's mini history lessons. Here in America, we love sports, and those who enjoy sports also enjoy a good rivalry. Yankees Red Sox in baseball, Ohio State versus Michigan, among many other college football rivalries, the Dallas Cowboys versus pretty much anyone, just to name a few. But for the most part, barring a few small isolated incidents, it's all in good fun. In Central America, however, the countries of Honduras and El Salvador take things a little more seriously and actually started a war with each other over a game. Well, at least that's part of it. Honduras is much larger than El Salvador, but El Salvador has more people. And during the 1960s, a bunch of people from El Salvador realized there was not enough land to farm. Since most people were farmers back then, they started illegally immigrating to Honduras. The leader of Honduras at the time was a new military dictator who came to power in the fight against communism in his country. In 1965, he was considered pretty abusive, especially towards labor workers, so he rigged an election, which he won in a landslide. But like most elections and dictatorships, this one was clearly corrupt and full of fraudulent results, so the people obviously resisted. One of the biggest issues this dictator had to deal with was being anti-communist because he was cozying up to the Americans. He made a deal with America to sell all of Honduras's bananas tax-free, which meant that the people were not getting anything back from the sale of the export. Obviously, this didn't sit well with the people, so he launched a campaign blaming the illegal El Salvadoran residents, who were crossing the border and taking all the jobs. These immigrants faced a lot of discrimination, harassment, and attacks. Many of these immigrants were sent back to El Salvador. Now, El Salvador was protesting the poor treatment of their people in Honduras, but also they were still overpopulated, so this kind of complicates things when many start to return. And all of this culminated right around World Cup qualifier time. The 1970 World Cup was being held in Mexico, and it was time to qualify. The first game was held in Honduras. The citizens of Honduras found out where the El Salvadoran team was staying that night and decided to park outside, honking horns, flashing high beams, banging pots and pans all night to prevent them from sleeping. This, of course, worked, as Honduras defeated El Salvador pretty easily because the team was exhausted. The next game was held in El Salvador, and, of course, the fans in El Salvador returned the favor to the team from Honduras. This is also the reason that sports teams use fake names for when players travel so that people don't know where the sports team is staying at a particular hotel. And as you might have guessed, the El Salvadoran team won this time. Fans were fighting in the stands and lighting fires after the game. The Honduras team had to travel home in a bulletproof bus while rocks and all kinds of other glass-shattering objects were thrown at them. The people of Honduras, angry about the results of the game, decided to find homes of El Salvadoran immigrants and burn them down to force them to return to El Salvador. The third game, to break the tie, was held in Mexico, and it was a close 2-3 victory for El Salvador. After the game, more attacks on El Salvadoran citizens in Honduras occurred, 
In response, El Salvador severed all diplomatic ties with Honduras and declared war. The football war, as it was, lasted about a hundred hours. El Salvador took an early lead, at first bombing the airstrips of Honduras and then charging in with tanks. Eventually, the Union of the American States told El Salvador to stop, which El Salvador politely declined. Nicaragua decided to give aid, allowing Honduras to mount a counterattack and bomb strategic airfields in El Salvador. The battle quickly turned into a stalemate until the Union of American States threatened to sanction El Salvador if it didn't pull back. This time, they politely accepted. The war was over, with 6,000 dead and 15,000 injured. El Salvador was still overpopulated, but had to take back all the immigrants from Honduras. The end of the war left tensions between both countries that manifested in civil disputes and border disputes between the two countries. And, if you're wondering how El Salvador did in the World Cup, terrible. They lost every game. In the end, nobody won, both on and off the pitch, except the American banana companies, which continue to get bananas tax-free. Or at least that's the lesson you would get if Mike was your history teacher. <laughs>